This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. Uh, today, I have a special guest. I, we never met until a few months ago that I'm aware of, but he's definitely um, giving, getting attention. Alan Stern, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Butch. Appreciate yeah. you. No, not a problem. So I, obviously we met because of a networking event, shaking hands, rubbing elbows, and that's how we connected. You were doing a presentation on how to actually market yourself and promote yourself and get in front of the people. Before we get into any of that, because it sounds like you're having some success with that, give a little background on you know who you are, what you do, and um, anything you want to share. Yeah, I appreciate it. So my name is Alan Stern, and uh, I'm the guy you call if you need a new or used car. I've been in the car business for about 11 and a half years. And prior to that, actually started up a DJ company, Tricked Out Entertainment, when uh, I was a senior in high school. Stuck with it, still own it today, do a handful of gigs a year. Um, but, you know, my background has always been in a self-generated role, whether it was marketing or selling my DJ services without any marketing budget when you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or, or if there is one, um, it's on a shoestring budget or you know, marketing myself in uh, both the economy sales world when I was at a Chevy dealership in Glenview to now marketing myself in the luxury world at uh, Lexus dealership in the Western suburbs. And so when you switch products, so to speak, right, different uh, type of cars, uh, did you notice that the marketing had to change or anything to get in front of people to get interest? You know, it's a great question. Every single thing about it was different. Actually, I don't think I could have made a more dramatic switch if I tried. So I go from selling domestic economy cars in the North shore mm -hmm. to now import luxury cars in the Western suburbs, different mm -hmm. buyer, different wants, different needs, different financial situation, different level of hospitality, different in every single way. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a little bit to, uh, to get used to it. But one of the main reasons why I made the switch is I don't really like to sell. I like to serve. And if you're going to serve, you want to be able to look somebody in the eye with confidence and say, Hey, you're making the right decision. And Lexus not only is, a luxury brand, every year when J.D. Power does the dependability report, it takes the number one spot. So you're able to confidently say, hey, if you'd like to keep this for 10 years and put a quarter million miles on it, you're able to do it. You bring up a great point. You know, obviously they're winning awards, but everything comes down to the the transaction, right? So the person that they're dealing with, are they? Are, is there a comfort zone? Is there a trust thing? And you had you know, maybe it was from trial and error and maybe you study some books uh, and whatnot, but uh, getting familiar and then, um, you know, staying in front of these people on a consistent basis helps build that trust and confidence. You started marketing yourself. So can you talk about some of the transition and then maybe some of the tools that you discovered along the way and how they're working for your, not only your business, but you're actually helping some other businesses owners, not really monetizing yet, but, but you're helping other business owners have success with it. Yeah, definitely. So it all kind of boils down a real, real simple concept. You know, I'm of the belief that people don't buy brands, they buy people. Mm -hmm. In turn, I don't like to sell cars. I like to sell relationships because if you were to go on Google and please, anybody who's listening to do this, go on Google and type in what percentage of people dislike buying a car. Believe it or not, there was actually a study that was done when surveyed 87% of the world says they dislike something about buying a car. I view that as a huge opportunity. So my goal is to show you how to be part of the 13% and actually deliver a car buying experience that's so smooth, you'll brag about it. As we all know, 
a satisfied customer is the best form of advertising. So as far as marketing yourself on social media, obviously, you know what? Nobody can buy from you unless they know that you exist. But mm -hmm. sharing testimonials, mm -hmm. sharing delivery pictures with the big red bow on it for the photo op, it goes a long way. And the biggest thing is just showing my personality. Um, I've got a very big personality, which, you know <laughs> what? If you've got a sense of humor with that, you can use memes to your benefit, which, in my opinion, are me memes are really the cheapest, most engaging, most effective form of content on the market. And that is actually what transitions into this new marketing venture, which I'll touch up on later. Yep. So uh, humor definitely makes uh, great connections, right? People love to laugh. They love to, to see it. And I tell you, some of your memes that you come up with are just fun, right? They're not selling, they're, you're not selling anything other than um, a message uh, to a certain degree. Uh, and I guess, how do you carve out time for all that? Well, here's really how it all got started, believe it or not. So there's several, I, I'm a huge believer in continuing education. So mm -hmm. I've, I'm probably a part of five or six different masterminds right now, sure. believe it or not. My mm -hmm. girlfriend even asked me, she's like, dude, how do you have time for all of this stuff? So the short of it is in 2020, like right before the world just flipped upside down, mm -hmm. I actually bought a course. It was called Closer Memes. Basically, mm -hmm. it was how to use memes, but for business use. So now all of a sudden, the, when the world flips upside down and it's all doom and gloom, I had a lot of downtime and so did just about everybody else. So what mm -hmm. were, what, what was everybody doing? They're on social media killing time. After work, what I would do, I'm a huge craft beer fan. I would mm -hmm. go home, crack open a few craft beers, and I made videos and memes of bad things that happen when you buy a car without calling me first. And then a light bulb went on. I'm like, wait a second. Not only is this hilarious, it's really driving the point across Mm -hmm. that you should call me before something bad happens. And that goes hand in hand with 87% sure. of the world dislikes car buying. And if you want to look at a big company that actually uses that, look at Allstate. Mm -hmm. Look at how successful that marketing campaign was with Mayhem, the guy that just does a bunch of whole bad stuff. And now everybody knows, oh, Mayhem, Allstate. So I kind of followed that concept. Yeah. And obviously you could bring your personality in the mix. There's not too many people that could be an MC and a DJ uh, uh, on the weekend, bringing that personality and bringing it to light. And so now it, it, I think it sounded like it, it happened by accident where people are like, Hey, can you tell us how, how to work? And before we went live, you had talked about some people like, Hey, can I buy you a beer? And can you share some of your stories with me? So I could maybe translate it to my own business. And then how you and I connected is you actually did a presentation in front of a small business group. And uh, in that case, it was last minute, someone canceled for whatever reason. And then they asked for you to fill in and you did a great job filling in. And you had already had a, a small PowerPoint presentation to help put the message. But what it has, you know, you're not selling the service as of yet. And I'm not advocating that right now, but I, I know you're working on things that you'll touch on. But, but like the businesses that you have talked to, um, have you seen progress with, uh, or feedback uh, from them on making success on doing the same things that you've been working on? Yeah, actually, believe it or not. So my first speaking engagement in front of a, a packed room mm -hmm. was February 1st of this year. Obviously, if you're going to do something in a room, you want to practice on people, on friendly audiences beforehand. Mm -hmm. So my very first presentation that I gave was for an insurance agency, part of a local chamber. And believe it or not, They've sold 15 additional policies that they can attribute towards memes within the past five months. So it may not be a colossal number, but then again, I haven't really spent any time with these guys mm -hmm. outside of the initial presentation, mm -hmm. just basically saying, hey, here's where you go to make stuff like that. So it's, it's effective. It's easy. It's fun. It makes you approachable. Um, before the memes, there were videos. <clears throat> 
So what I would always do is I would have a live video series called mm -hmm. Live from the Lot. Basically, I would go on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or wherever and say, what's going on, everybody? We're going live from the lot. Just wanted to give you guys priority access to this car that just came in. Sorry, it's not detailed, but it came in 10 minutes ago. Blank model, blank car. If you're interested, it's probably going to be priced around here. Drop a comment if you'd like more information. So I started doing that and I had success with it. Not always would I sell that exact car, but a lot of times I would get somebody to raise their hand and that person would say, hey, my neighbor's niece is looking for a car somewhere between 10 and 15,000. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. the car that I posted was a two or three year old luxury car, but it didn't mm -hmm. matter because I was in front of them. Mm -hmm. So now, you know what, when I needed to rebuild my book of business, when I switched to Lexus and I joined all of these chamber of commerces, you're talking with a lot of people that are really doing the same thing that you are. They're all in self-generated role. They're selling mm -hmm. themselves. And if they do have a staff, now it's a matter of motivating them to do effective stuff like that. So what would usually come up is, hey, man, I love what you're doing with these videos. It's great. They're entertaining. I wish my sales staff would do that. Mm -hmm. And what really got me is there would be times where I would go like months without seeing person, seeing mm -hmm. somebody. But I had something really unique. Like, let's say I had a 10-year-old Lexus RX350 that only had 20,000 miles on it, something crazy low like that. I've had multiple times where I hadn't seen that person in a while, but they would comment on a video and say, hey, I saw a while back, you had like this blue 10-year-old RX with only 20,000 miles that the previous owner had a house in Michigan and never drove it, and that's why they got rid of it. And I'm right. thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah, you right. remember all the details and I haven't seen you in a while? So mm -hmm. I figured, you know what, let's pour gasoline on that fire. And then I finally decided to start sharing it with the world on a bigger scale um, in February this year. If you own a business, Elite Benefits of America wants to remind you that health insurance open enrollments are either happening now or coming very quickly. And this is the time to review and implement a health care plan to make or keep you as the employer of choice. Deadlines for open enrollment range between November 1st and January 1st. Get ahead of the curve. The Small Business Special Enrollment Period, part of the Affordable Care Act, now allows employers with 49 employees and under to offer health benefits without contributing a dime to the employee plan. Help your employees save money on taxes with health insurance they're already paying for with their hard-earned dollars. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. You had mentioned before the memes, it was videos, and, and I like the live from the lot. I mean, uh, it's definitely catchy to a certain degree, and you're hitting it when it's hot. It just came in, you know, and, and now you're advertising it, which is what all of business uh, should, should do. Like, is there a strategy differences or results that are different between using memes and videos? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, you always want to keep this in your, in your back pocket. You, mm -hmm. you want to show up without getting stale. Right. So let's say that all I do is post memes. I mean, I could do that. There's an mm -hmm. audience for it, but the reality right. is now you're just posting one thing, but let's say that you post a meme, then you post a testimonial graphic, which basically you take the text that somebody left you on Google or Yelp mm -hmm. or wherever, and you turn that into a cool graphic. And then behind the text, is their actual picture with them in the car. Mm -hmm. Now you're showing up and it's fresh, it's unique, and you're mm -hmm. stopping the scroll. Um, I always try to rotate anywhere between audiograms, which are pictures with the voiceover, 
did you know picture graphics, mm -hmm. uh, testimonial graphics, memes, selfie videos, whatever it is, that way it's always unique. Same thing with DJing. If you're playing at a wedding, you never want to play one genre more than like 15 minutes. Otherwise, it just gets old and you start losing people. For sure. And 100%. And now um, you also, I, I, if I recall right, you don't always post the memes or the videos. You use constant text or just straight up pictures. And it doesn't always, it's not consistent, right? So you're hitting different targets at different times. Using all these strategies, have you noticed that the strategies that are, uh, or have you, or do you have a couple key points on differences from B2C versus B2B businesses? Well, you know what? Uh, the concepts are the same. It's just a matter of how are you going to reach them? I mean, think of it. Advertising, all it is is displaying a message in front of the right person. So when it comes to advertising on social media, you have two ways to do it. You can do it the organic way, which is what you see me do. Or you can say, hey, let's let's open up our wallet and throw a little money behind this and only target X, Y, and Z industry. From B2B, it's probably going to be more effective if you do advertise unless you know exactly who you're trying to get in front of, which you're able to do on LinkedIn a little bit easier. But um, on the organic side, you know what? You don't have to spend money doing it. The challenge is, is when you look at Facebook and you look at Instagram on the business side, it's pay to play big time. So let's say I may have a thousand friends on my personal page, but I have a business page and there's a thousand people that also follow me on there. Assuming I post the exact same thing, worded the exact same way, there's a lot more people that are going to see it on your personal page mm -hmm. because it's pay to play. Mm -hmm. Facebook wants you to say, all right, cool. You got a good message. All right, pay me. I'll show it to more people. Yeah. And, and it obviously it costs, <laughs> yeah, it costs more, more. Right. And so that's why it comes down to that. You're doing the personal branding, not that you have a company name or anything because you're a sales rep for a car dealer, but it's more personal too. Right. So it's the personal connection and you know, the, the collaboration with the engagement because it's going um, person to person versus the company to uh, um, the audience, right? Can you give us a little bit of a taste on some of the things you're working on in the background for other businesses to take advantage coming up in the future? Um, I know you probably won't disclose too much, but at least give us a taste uh, to your audience so that we could uh, kind of look forward to. I got no problem doing it. Actually, instead of giving you a taste, why don't I just show you? So the topic of my presentation is, call, is called how to become a one-man content machine. So sounds cool, but what does it actually mean? Mm -hmm. It means if you are somebody who's in business for yourself, mm -hmm. I'm going to show you how to self-generate all your own marketing so you can show your personality and entertain without having to pay somebody to do it. Now, everything that I go over in this book and in the video course that I'm in the process of filming is made using freemium apps, which means they're free, but they have a paid option if you want to do some of the more advanced stuff. Anything from Image Flip, which if you go to imageflip.com, I-M-G, Flip, that is a goldmine. Every meme that you've probably ever seen in existence, period, is on there. Mm -hmm. So there, it's constantly being updated. In a meme, really, all it is is it's a picture with text over it. But what makes people laugh is situational humor with the element of surprise. And that's what meme is. And the cool part about it is you can recycle the same message. They say a picture's worth a thousand words, but when it comes to meme, a good message could be placed over a thousand different pictures. So I'm going to go over how to do that, the framework, which you can see right over here. There's going to be a little worksheet section, which will show you how to start here and end here. So give me an example of a few of them. It's going to be a workbook section. 
on communicating common problems or desires mm -hmm. or selling yep. the drill and not the hole for lack of yep. better words. Sure. And, and, and for those who are listening to the audio podcast, um, what Alan is doing is showing us uh, some of the, the work he's done in this booklet that he's trying to convert into a book. You'll be able to see that here um, maybe momentarily as you guys finish up the book, we'll get it promoted. And as soon as I see it, I'll go ahead and maybe add, I'll add the link to the podcast so that people listen to it in the future, they can reference it. Um, so we'll get that. If, if anybody was looking out, uh, wanted to reach out to you, whether it's a car buying experience, any questions related to that, or if somebody is, has questions related to solo marketing or a, a content machine background, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, you know, a few different ways. So add me on Facebook or LinkedIn, A-L-A-N-S-T-E-R-N. -E uh, it'll pop right up. I'm in a, uh, a burgundy suit. Instagram is Alan, A-L-A-N underscore Stern 27. Um, that's my handle. Or, you know, for anybody who is in the market for a car or maybe not really, but just kind of, um, what I did is I made something called the ultimate used car cheat sheet for you. Again, I don't like to sell. I like to serve. People love to buy, but they don't like to be sold. So my job is to give you all of the information ahead of time. That way you can make an informed, educated decision. So if you go to ultimateusedcarcheatsheet.com, what I've done is I made a clickable PDF that'll give you links to the top, I'm sorry, uh, to the past 10 years of dependability reports from J.D. Powers. If you're concerned about what the gas mileage is on a car that you might be looking at, you have the gas mileage of everything on the market. It'll redirect you to fueleconomy.gov. 10-year uh, cost of maintenance, um, safety ratings, all that, I put it in one place for you. So www.ultimateusedcarcheatsheet.com. And um, you know, my cell is 847-917-4210. Don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. So I'll have that in uh, the show notes um, and some feedback, especially for those who are listening to the audio version. I did actually, before our, our recording, I did download um, the, the report you're talking about and you're referencing. Uh, and it was really cool. It was interactive. I could click on the link. The links are already provided. It takes you right to the landing page where uh, you're trying to get the information, uh, such as the fuel economy numbers. You're talking about the safety ratings and you're making it easy because now you're cutting to the chase. You're telling them exactly what you should be looking for related to buying a car and then what information should you have and that actually makes your job easier because they come in there to have the information maybe they already have a better idea what they're looking for or you guys can at least have a conversation on the same level because the homework was already done and yep. so uh alan this has definitely been great and i appreciate all your time and i think uh you're gonna have wonderful success in both ways um marketing that book as well as selling cars you're trying to relate to the people in a personal way and i think that's great so i appreciate your time I appreciate you. Thanks for having me.